Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hello loves, it is Scout, your host. I know I haven't recorded and published an episode in a super long time. Um, As I said in previous episodes, this podcast is really unlike other podcasts in the sense that there is no schedule. I don't post on the same day every week, although I do tend to post mostly on Sundays. Um, So it's really kind of an emotional reaction or when I have inspiration or really when I have something to say, I hop on the mic and record. I don't force myself to record every week or kind of maintain a content calendar schedule at editorial, whatever you want to call it. So if you love listening to this podcast, I highly recommend you subscribe so you can get notifications from when I do publish an episode. Um, I post it to my Instagram stories, but just once. I don't really market it too much. So if these episodes inspire you, I highly recommend subscribing so you can know when a new one pops up because as you've seen, it's been a few weeks since I recorded last, um, mostly just because I have been going through a lot of emotional processing, all super good stuff, but there was something about my throat chakra that I just wanted to rest. I wanted to be alone a lot. I didn't want to be around people. I was really recharging and almost integrating a lot of the spiritual and emotional personal development work that I have been doing um, since COVID hit, really. Um, As you guys know, I hired a life coach. And I've been working pretty intensely with her on a lot of limiting beliefs, um, a lot of relationship ties that I have with my family, uh, just some really deep inner work that's been super illuminating. But within that, I just felt the need to kind of, um, the isolate's not the right word, but step back a little bit and not necessarily be so vocal or so present. Um, I'm still posting on Instagram, um, captions, etc. But um, there was something about the throat chakra that um, I, my body was telling me to slow down. So I'm sorry that I haven't, uh, done an episode if for the people who listen, honestly, I do most of this for me. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what's been 
going on. Nothing super big to kind of talk about yet. There are certain philosophies and ideas that have been brewing within, but I just want to find the right words. But today I wanted to hop on because I want to talk about wellness. And wellness has always been this term that I've heard, you know, in digital media, on social media, in articles. And I was like, what does wellness really mean? And as I've kind of gotten into the spiritual realm and also taking care of my physical body a lot more, I'm sort of understanding this mind-body connection that I used to kind of only deal with my emotional problems living with bipolar disorder. So wellness, I kind of was thinking, what's my definition of wellness? And I wrote down my definition, which is, wellness is the nourishment and upkeep of the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, the health of the soul. So it's kind of this whole integration. Wellness is the big picture. It's the human plane and it's the spiritual plane. It's every aspect of ourselves and keeping each part of that healthy and nourished and inspired and almost like this quote unquote upkeep so that all other parts can be working together. Naomi Judd said, your body hears everything your mind says. I'm also reading this um, book called The Clarity Cleanse, which Gwyneth Paltrow recommends. And it's all about how a lot of physical diseases start with mental diseases or mental toxicity. So this idea that there is a distinct correlation between the physical plane, the emotional plane, the mental plane, and the spiritual plane got me kind of thinking about how I take care of each one of those elements because I don't just want to be catering to my physical in the same sense that I don't just want to be catering to my emotional. Uh, They are all extremely important and imperative parts in this experience that we're having here on earth. So I wanted to go through a few of the things that I do to upkeep my wellness or to stay on top of my wellness and to really look at my health as an integration of all of these separate planes. So let's start with the physical. So physically with food, we can start with, um, I drink a smoothie every single morning and I used to eat eggs and toast. And then I went to a Soylent, which is disgusting and we don't need to talk about it. But I realized that once I started making smoothie with fresh fruits and fresh greenery, um, fresh vegetables, I really felt so much more energized in the morning. I felt light. I didn't feel lethargic or heavy or bogged down, no brain fog. So every single morning I have a smoothie and in it is blueberries, blackberries, kale or spinach, um, oat milk and vital proteins, Uh, two scoops of vital proteins, collagen protein powder. So that is how I start my morning every single morning, obviously after I've had my coffee, but that is the way I nourish myself through food in the morning. And then I also take ashwagandha, certain adaptogens, et cetera, just to increase brain cognition, overall mood, and all that good stuff. Um, something I also do when it comes to food is not overeating. So I find that when I overeat, I get physically uncomfortable and I get really tired and it's not necessarily the best state to be in. You know, it's kind of like a food hangover and I wasn't enjoying how I felt and how I was connected to my body when I overeat. So I try not to overeat and I try to, um, really just eat until I'm sufficiently full or sufficiently nourished. Um, and that being said, I do try to eat pretty healthy, you know, like an ideal day would be a smoothie, eggs, um, and a little bit of carbs, whether it's a cracker or crackers or, um, piece of toast or half a bagel for lunch. And then for dinner, I like to have a protein, rice, and a vegetable, but 
also that's not always the case, right? Like some nights I want ramen and some nights I want candy. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow says it best. She says, I try to eat organic food when I can, eat local food when I can, and eat as little processed food as possible. But sometimes you need a bag of Doritos and a beer in an airport. So I always say as long as my base routine is healthy, I can then add in substitutes every now and then when I have that craving and it's not a big deal because it's not part of my routine. It's not part of my regular eating habits. It's a treat. It's a once, you know, kind of a week thing. It's, it's very rare. Um, and that way I don't have to beat myself up about eating something that's not good for my body because I know 80% of the time I nourish my body with really whole foods that are really good for me. So that's the physical on the food aspect. Um, I also drink water all day long. I literally have to pee every 20 to 30 minutes. It's like really bad. Um, But water, I just immediately feel better. If I have a headache, I drink it. If I feel weird, I drink it. If I'm feeling depressed, I'll drink it. I just find that water is so cleansing, not just on a cellular level, but also on sort of like this purification of the soul level. So I am drinking water every single day. For exercise, um, if you guys listen to OK Sis, which I co-host with my sister Mads, you guys know I'm not a worker outer, um, but I do love light movement. So I've been going on walks every single morning. So I walk for 30 to 45 minutes, you know, not like a slow walk, but not a power walk, somewhere kind of in between. Um, I love doing a lot of stretching, so I'll just do a few yoga poses and hold a few stretches or just do like a 10-minute stretch session before going to bed. And those are kind of the two ways that I keep myself physically active. Um, Really intense workouts have never really been my jam. I don't have the energy for them. Um, I don't really get that big of a high afterwards. Um, I think the 30 to 45-minute walk every day is enough to kind of satisfy those endorphins as well as keep myself physically active. So I take a walk every single morning. And now we can talk about the best physical care, which is skincare, body care, and hair care. So as you guys know, uh, over at OK Sis, Mads and I are really into skincare. She got me into it, and it has become literally the best ritual. I didn't know if I should put skincare in spiritual, emotional, or physical, because while I'm taking physical care of my skin with my antioxidant products and my serums and my moisturizers and my cleansers and all the good stuff, it's also such a soul-filled routine and ritual. I don't even call it a routine. It's a ritual. It's a skincare ritual that I do every single morning and every single night. And so it kind of hits a lot of areas in the wellness space. Um, but I put it under physical because, you know, when you kind of strip it down, it's it's taking care of your skin. And then body care is something I just got into. I use an all-natural clean um, uh, body wash, which is from Dr. Bronner's, the lavender scent, because I really was getting a little freaked out by all the toxins and chemicals that went into body wash. And so I try to keep everything as clean as possible. I would say my routine's like 80% clean. And then I just switched to natural deodorant, um, which I've been wanting to do for a long time, but for some reason nervous to make the jump because I did it for one day and I smelled terrible. And so I was like, I can't do this. I have places to be. I have a meeting tomorrow. So being in quarantine and not seeing as many people, it's been a really good opportunity to make that switch. So I'm really excited Um, About that, I am using the Drunk Elephant new deodorant, which smells like almonds and French vanilla. It's so yummy. 
And then hair care. Uh, if you guys have been following me on Instagram, you know that I'm now wearing my hair curly. And I'm starting to really learn about my hair, which I've neglected for so many years, like getting a trim and doing hair masks and feeding it the right nutrients like cocoa butter, shea butter, avocado oil, products with those ingredients, um, really natural products that are super nourishing and are going to keep my hair shiny and healthy and lovely with its locks. So... I would definitely say skincare, body care, and hair care is my favorite, but those are all of the physical things that I do on a daily basis to take care of that aspect of my wellness. For emotional, um, actually the list is a lot shorter, but it's a lot more potent, I would say, because as you know, I suffer from uh, bipolar disorder, depression, anxiety, psychosis, catatonia, um, hypomania. So the emotional aspect of my life has had a lot of emphasis, um, therapy, outpatient programs, inpatient programs, uh, meditation things, retreats, whatever it is. I have put a lot of emphasis into the nourishment and upkeep of my emotional world. That being said, um, my main tools when it comes to nourishing my emotional state and making sure that it's balanced and fed is I journal every single morning. Um, it's the first thing I do in the morning and I usually journal, journal for like 15 to 30 minutes. Um, I call it the morning pages, which is from the artist's way. And, um, I don't have an agenda. I don't have a theme. I don't judge what I'm writing. I just purge anything I need to write. I write. And then sometimes in the middle of the day when I am feeling anxious or depressed, I will write it out on the paper, which really helps kind of, as I said earlier, purge. Um, also listing gratitude is huge. So I list uh, all the things I'm grateful for, um, in my journal. I'll also text my sister and tell her three things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes I find that texting a friend or texting a family member, anyone that you're close to the things you're grateful for, it just kind of runs it home a little bit more. And then positive affirmations or the way that I talk to myself, the way that I hold space for myself when I'm not feeling well. So that means telling myself that I'm safe, that I'm supported, that I'm loved, that I'm inspired. Holding space like a teacup, like I think of me holding space is the teacup and then the tea is my emotions and I just have to hold them. So it's really about holding and supporting my emotional journey through whatever um, mental health, mental illness, whatever you want to call it, symptoms that arise throughout the day. Um, it's also going, you know, having sessions with my life coach or a therapy. Um, I'm a big proponent of having someone to talk to once a week to really sort out the thoughts in your mind and, and the, the, the emotions that you're going through to detangle things that you might not even know needed detangling. So for the mental plane, that is all about doing the work I love on a daily basis. And that's running Scouts Agency um, and running OKSIS podcast. And so that keeps me mentally agile. It keeps me sharp. It keeps me creative. It keeps me, um, what's the word? Disciplined and um, gives me, uh, what's the word? I always say this word. It's when uh, accountability. So every single day I put in my eight hours of mental work. I stretch my brain in that sense, whether it's doing my P&Ls or my books, or it's, you know, writing a pitch letter for a client, or it's delegating um, tasks for the week, uh, mental work is something that we all super duper need because it keeps that part of our brain sharp and it also keeps us, I would say, imaginative and healthy and alive. Um, I also listen to a lot of podcasts to learn things, 
whether it's about manifestation or it's about business or it's about skincare. Um, podcasts are a super informative way to not only keep your mental agility up, but also learn new things if you're not in school anymore and um, you still want to learn. Um, I also read. Uh, I read every single night before I go to bed, um, a mix of nonfiction and fiction books. I'm usually reading about two books at the same time, which I thought I would never do, but I love because sometimes I feel the need to kind of shut off and go into a fictional landscape. And then other times I feel the need to learn new tools to cope with my mental illness. So just depending on how I feel, or I want to learn more about how to grow a small business, you know, an entrepreneurial book or a spiritual book. So depending on my mood that night, I either read a fiction or a nonfiction book. Now, the next plane is spiritual wellness, which is something that I've really obviously tapped into during COVID. And I'm going to do a whole episode on it once I feel a little bit more equipped to talk about and paint the correct picture of my relationship to God and the universe. But for my spiritual wellness, I pray every single day to God, higher being, spirit, energy, universe, whatever you want to call it. I meditate every single night after I read right before I go to bed. And um, my favorite meditation right now is Sarah Blondin from Insight Timer. I'm telling you, she's gold. Um, I light Palo Santo. I light candles. I pull cards from the Starseed Oracle. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of my spiritual plane, just always understanding that I am supported by the universe, that everything that happens in my life is for a very specific person, purpose, that has been um, assigned by something higher, something I cannot see, some sort of large faith, some sort of large moving force that is guiding all of us towards where we need to be, you know, whether it's good or bad and being able to look at challenges as tests and as learning experiences. That's a huge part of my spiritual practice. So all in all, there's also a few things that I just do for my soul, which is slowing down. I never understood the concept of slowing down um, before COVID. Um, Obviously, I'm still in the hustle camp and the hustle culture, but I do believe that there was so much excess toxicity in my daily calendar that I definitely could have gotten rid of. And not even toxicity, but just things that weren't fueling my purpose. They weren't recharging me, and it was really for other people. It was on somebody else's timeline. So slowing down has been great for my soul. Being super mindful about where I'm at in my life and in and with very small present moments. We don't need to be mindful for big things like your wedding, which of course you should be mindful at your wedding, but I think we sometimes forget that we can be mindful in super small moments like on the couch with your significant other or your dog gives you a kiss or your dog just runs up and cuddles you or you get a text from a friend that's super supportive or someone buys your coffee in line something small just to really take those moments and to reflect with them and to really treasure them as miracles of being alive. Um, Breathing is so good for the soul. I take huge deep breaths throughout the day, all the time. Close my eyes, just take one big deep breath just to remind my soul that I'm alive. Um, And that's such a great way to kind of, um, to I don't want to say be present again because I've said it, but to really solidify where you're standing in this world and in this universe, in this time frame, whatever concept you want to go with. But breathing, slowing down, and having a present appreciation of the moment are really great ways to kind of fuel your soul. So I will end this from a quote from Buddha. Buddha said, 
to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our minds strong and clear. So if there's anything you get from this episode, it's that everything is so integrated and so connected. Wellness is such a beautiful 360 holistic approach to health in all areas of our lives, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, and on a soul level. So that's a little bit about the things that I do to keep my wellness up. I'm just starting to really get into this world. I'm reading like every Goop article I can find. I'm reading um, anything I can get my hands on that talks about wellness and learning new tricks and, and kind of tips and stuff like that. But um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it gives you a little bit of an inspiration to take extra care of yourself every single day. And if you enjoyed this, I, of course, would love a five-star rating and a review because I love hearing and knowing who listens to these. It always makes my day. So I hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening to this. And I love you.